Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creative. Hello, Tara. Hi, Jill. Okay, so I'm throwing this out here to see if anybody has this situation. So remember the other day I was like, oh, I'm preparing to go away and I don't want to eat a lot of salt. And it was just right after Super Bowl. But then the next day I was eating some leftovers. Kevin had made some potatoes. And all of a sudden I was feeling like crazy, like bloated. (laughs) I went to work out. I was like a pile of sweat, like more than ever. So I'm thinking, what? was in that so I said to him was there paprika in that and he said yeah and I'm like oh my god I cannot have paprika has that ever happened to you before no you think you got an allergic reaction to paprika I I definitely have a reaction and I I stay away from it because I think I realized that like years ago but I didn't know that it was that he had used it and crazy reaction like sweating like almost like wow from like within and it wasn't a hot flash because I have had those and I that's not what it was but and my stomach I looked like I was five months pregnant it was the craziest reaction I've ever had well have you googled this oh my god I'm just googling it now histamine will be released da, da, da. you apparently um well I don't know exactly but that's so interesting I I've never had that but they're symptoms if you google it it's wheezing coughing twitching itching rashes it's like a typical like a um, reaction like an yeah and then I did read sweating was one of them and I was like oh my god because you know you've seen me work out before I mean I sweat, you never I'm, sweat I'm not like drench I mean yeah. drench like I had to like get two towels that's so, so interesting because I, I always I feel like paprika is such a like a neutral like I don't I add it to stuff. I've just recently been adding it to like meatballs and stuff, but I don't get, unless it's like smoked or something or chipotle, like I don't really get much flavor. So I always sort of find it's like a it's mat. Kind of, like a, yeah, it's like a benign, it's not so flavorful. It's just like a right. little bit of flavor, right? I know it was so crazy. So now I know I feel better knowing because I was like, what is going on with me? You know, but yeah. I wonder else if anybody else out there has that situation with paprika <laughs> wow yeah. add that to your list because you also have like tomato don't you have a couple other things you can't yeah, eat I know it's just this it, I remember when I was little and I lived with my grandmother she would have like a piece of rye toast for breakfast and that was it and I'm like and water I'm like okay so that except I can't eat toast so I'm like I'll probably just have the water I mean <laughs> It's getting slim here. Yeah. Well, um, so we today wanted to talk about how you how to know if you have a good idea. So a lot of people, you know, want to start a business or they just are like, hey, this is a good idea. Do I, you know, should I actually like build a business around it and try to sell it um, or try to do something with it? Have you ever been in that situation, Tara? where I think I have a good idea and I can sell it all the time. No, but (laughs) when I see people, and I'm sure this happens to you, when you see somebody who created something and you're like, I totally could have thought of that. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I think um, 
You know, one of the ways to know if you have a good idea is to find out if somebody actually would buy it, right? So like, go talk to the person or the people who you think would be the right target for the idea. Um, I actually recently met somebody who had started a business, had spent a lot of time on this particular piece of technology and um, wanted to introduce it into a particular market and but had never really sold anything, just kind of developed the technology because they thought it would be useful. And they wanted to introduce it into a particular market that I actually know a fair bit about. And I said to them, well, what what do you think it's going to do for the people in this market? And they weren't really able to answer it. They, they sort of said, well, it's a really good product and it there's a lot of different things. And I was like, okay, but what's going to make someone like pay for it or come back to it a lot of different times or whatever you're trying to achieve. And they really hadn't spent much time, bless you, talking, talking to anyone in the market. They had done all kinds of other things like shot videos and, you know, just like all kinds of other things to prepare to enter the market, but they hadn't actually asked the probably one of the most important questions, which is just, is there demand? Like, is somebody actually interested in the product? So when you go to, okay, so who are the people that you should go to, to, to show them or get their feedback? Like you can't go to family and friends because, or you, right. I mean, you could, like they most likely will be supportive and you almost don't want that. I mean, you do to an extent, but you want people who are honest with you, right? Yeah. So you, you could go to family and friends just to kind of so that you don't embarrass yourself when you go to people who actually would buy the product, you know, so that (laughs) your family and friends will tell you, like, they'll probably just sugarcoat it, but they'll tell you, well, when you describe it, you should talk about it this way. Like they'll give you feedback on how you're pitching the idea, but absolutely. You should go to people who are in your target market. Um, So it's not your mom and it's not your aunt probably. And it's, you know, it's not your best friend. It is probably a stranger, um, you know, in a, in a, in the market that you're trying to, to go after. And what you, what you, there are lots of different ways to get feedback. You can do a, just a general kind of survey and just, and, and ask questions that would, if you got the answers to those questions, you would then know, okay, there's a need. And that means I can, that there, this product will fill that need, or I can develop a product to fill that need. Or, and I would say, and, or you can develop a very, very, very simple version of the product or service. Like so simple, it can be sewn together with string, like very, very simple. Um, and if it's a software product or something, do it manually using existing like Google Sheets and whatever existing um, technology just to demonstrate that this is how it would work. And that's called a minimum viable product. And then you would take that very basic product that you haven't spent a lot of money on and you would go to your target market, your tar- a few of your target customers and get their feedback. Because before you go and sink a ton of money developing this like amazing app, you want to make sure people actually want it and you want to get from them what they want to see in the product. Like if they want it to be blue and they want it to have frills and, you know, whatever the right attributes are. 
So creating an app that has not already been created is probably a really tricky thing, right? I mean, you have to be pretty unique in what you come up with, I would assume. That's a crowded space. Yeah, it yeah, it is. Um it is. I think a lot of new apps that come out now are either either there is something completely new out there like this is not completely new, but several years ago it was like crypto is, you know, a newer space. So something totally new comes to life and then a bunch of apps kind of crowd into that space or you're taking an existing app and you're just making it so much better. Um and that, you know, there are things I would think in in your space, Tara, you know, there are companies in the resale space, like in like Rebag or um, uh, ThreadUp is probably not a good example, but like, you know, those kinds of um, apps, there's lots of them, but my guess is that there could be a better version of a lot of them. Now that, that, now that everyone's kind of crowded into that space, now it's time for like the next generation. Have you ever thought, uh, or have you ever had a business idea? I know you've created businesses, but like a, a tool or something to that effect. Have you ever wanted to create something like that? Oh, like every day I get, cause you know, I mean, you know how many neuroses I have, right? Like, and, and I have all these like pet peeves. So I'm all, and I'm also just such a solution person. So I'm always looking like for my pet peeves. I'm like, well, if, if I had this, then that wouldn't happen every day. But most of the time, it's really just me and my pet peeves. <laughs> no one else yeah. is going to buy it. The whole meta universe, right, that's being created. I mean, I'm not so well versed in it, are you? Because I feel like that's another place where people are doing a lot of things like buying property and all of these things that I keep hearing. But I'm not, I don't know that much about it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not that well-versed in it either. I can't say I 100% get it. Like I, I, I get it at face value, but I don't fully understand why the appeal, but I think I just don't, I haven't spent enough time on it. I similarly have an issue with crypto. Like I just can't get my head into that. I understand it generally, but I just, ha- I struggle with spending time thinking about it. I just, I'm just not that interested in it. I bet you and your sister-in-law, who we just had a, uh, who was just on our podcast, could come up with an incredible app of organizing to some degree that's never been done. <laughs> See, that's a perfect example because there are, there are uh, platforms that have been around for a long time for family organization, like family organization tools. I feel like you and I have talked about one of them that we used um, but they're not good. Like they're really, they're really homegrown. They're really, uh, they're really meant for like the full time stay at home mom. Whereas I think a lot of families you've got, you know, maybe someone's working part time and maybe they've got other interests. Maybe they're not like full time at home managing this like massive calendar. It just is, it's, I, I don't know. I feel like those solutions are due for an upgrade. I think that is definitely an area that could do with some innovation all right well we'll wait for your your app to come out and then we'll plug it <laughs> can't wait <laughs> all right so well, thank you. that was great do you want to yes in parting now my parting words is just if you think you have a good idea go out and ask people if they think it's a good idea don't you know drink your own kool-aid yeah that's a good advice for sure
Thank you. Thanks. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. <laughs>